Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to the following presentation from IMG, America's home for college sports, on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders football. Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Today's show is brought to you by UPS, the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Food Lion, and Outback Steakhouse. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us, 804-638-9508, or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. And the handoff to Dykes again, and with a stiff arm, he goes around right end, and he goes into the end zone for a seven-yard touchdown run by Aaron Dykes with his first collegiate touchdown. There's your difference. We talk about, you know, just smelling in the end zone, you know, not letting that first person get you. The first person there is the linebacker. He's able to get a stiff arm and get into that end Fourth and four from the 40. Mancuso rolls to his left. On the run downfield. Wide open is Jarmel Bevels. He's got it. And it's a spider touchdown. On fourth and four, the Spiders get 40. And they get a touchdown. Now live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, and head coach Russ Huseman. This is the Spider Sports Line on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Very good reason that you heard a rushing touchdown by the Spiders and a passing touchdown by the Spiders as our two play-by-play sound bites welcoming you inside Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street, and to our weekly get-together for the Spider Sports Line as we talk Richmond and college football as we do each and every Thursday from noon to 1 on ESPN Richmond. And even when the Spiders have a bye on Saturday and don't get on the field, we get on the air with the Spider Sports Line. And in fact, our bye week edition of the Spider Sports Line has become one of our more popular ones because we have gotten into the tradition of bringing a couple of our assistant coaches into the restaurant for lunch and some college football talk. And this year is no different from that standpoint. As I mentioned, you heard the rushing touchdown of Aaron Dykes. We have the Spiders veteran running back coach Sparky Woods with us today. And you heard the passing touchdown from Joe Mancuso. And we have the Spiders quarterback coach and former Spider quarterback Aaron Corp to join us today as well. So we're really looking forward to having both of them. So much so, in fact, that they're going to be with us for the entire hour of our program. And we'll do a roundtable discussion with all the coaches. I'll just sit back and listen to them talk some X's and O's today. And, of course, headlining the group is Spider head coach Russ Hughes. Good afternoon, coach. How are you? Good, Bob. How you doing? Doing fine, thanks. Uh, give us a recap of the Elon game before we bring Aaron and Sparky into the conversation. Obviously, you heard a couple of the highlights there. Really thrilled for Aaron Dykes, who got not only his first, but his first and second collegiate touchdowns. And at the other end, Jarmel Bevels, who hasn't had a touchdown pass in over two years because of injuries and not being able to play, had to feel good for him. Comments just on the Elon game from last week first, Coach. Well, uh... <sighs> The one thing we got it to a one-score game, had the ball with about three minutes to go in the game. 
Um, you know, and, and we've executed our two-minute offense a couple times this year, and it's been effective. And, you know, I, I felt good. I felt like, you know, we can go down and score. And, and uh, you know, at the time I had talked to Jeff on the headset and told him when we score we're going to go for two and win this thing. Um, so we were prepared to score. We were prepared to win the game at the end. And, you know, and, and again, you know, some – you know, some tough things, but, uh, you know, our, our kids are battling. And, uh, you know, Elon's a good football team. And, you know, we had our opportunities and, and couldn't get it done. What went into your thought process of thinking ahead to the point that if we had scored, you would go for two rather than kick the PAT and send the game into overtime? Well, I, I think, one, you're on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, again, it, a lot of it has to do with momentum. But, but I think being on the road – um, you know, I think uh, we weren't playing great on defense, you know, and, and now all of a sudden you're saying, all right, so now can can, can we stop them? Uh, you know, we had some stops in the game, obviously, and, and got a turnover deep in their territory. But, you know, you just um, – I, I don't know. It was kind of a gut feeling that I was going to do it at that point in time. I don't know why, but um, there was no – you know, now in the NFL they're all talking about uh, all the – uh, analytics and when to go for two and the Giants and the Eagles and all the talk about that and you know how to win a game at the end and um, but I you know I wasn't thinking about that I was thinking let, we're on the road let's go ahead and get a win I like that just go with the gut 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 feeling there you don't need that little card that they print out yeah. when to go for two how much time remaining what the score is um, all of that I think the word that Chris and I used a lot Saturday Russ was searching for consistency that it seemed like one time the defense goes on the field and they get a, a great three and out, put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, make plays. Next time Elon goes down the field. Kind of the same thing with the offense. Was that kind of a fair assessment that you're kind of searching for for some overall consistency against Elon? Yeah, I think that's probably been the MO all year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh, you know, I know there were a couple games there we dug ourselves a hole that was really hard, but um you know, it's it's been consistency. It's been kind of getting the offense, defense on the same page. Actually, special teams were really good mm-hmm. in this game, other than the fumble. But uh, for the most part, we played really well uh, on special teams all the way across the board. Um, <clears throat> when you go on the road and you play a good football team, I think the one thing you got to say is, uh, can we put ourselves in position to win the game at the end? And, and we did and didn't get it done, but um, – you know, like I said, our guys are fighting and they're and they're they're playing hard. Five two one eight five zero one. If you'd like to join our conversation on the Spider Sports Line, we're going to bring our two assistant coaches into our conversation. If you've got questions for them or for Coach Usman, be glad to take them. Five two one eight five zero one. You can text us six three eight nine five zero eight. You can shoot us an email at Spider Sports Line at Richmond.edu. Spider Sports Line at Richmond. And if you're in the audience here at Outback and you've got questions, by all means, bring them up to us here at the head table, and we'll be glad to answer them for you. All right, let's bring in our assistant coaches. Let me start with uh, Spider running backs coach Sparky Woods, the veteran uh, coach for about 40 years in the game of football, now handling the Spider running backs. And and Sparky, let let me start right there with the youngster who, as we said, scored his first two collegiate touchdowns Saturday at Elon and Aaron Dykes, but 
also had the fumble on the kickoff a little bit later in the game. What's your observation of what he's been given the Spiders through the four games he's been in, and how do you handle him when he has a situation like Saturday where, hey, it's great, he scores the two touchdowns, but he also has the fumble? Well, anytime you fumble the ball, then it's like giving up a score. So start there. We've got to hold on to the football. But I'm really proud of Aaron. I think he's going to be a heck of a player for us and really glad he's uh, at Richmond. And uh, he's demonstrated that he's uh, all about our team. I think that he's a um, guy that has skills to uh, all the things you'd want him to do as, as a running back. And then he's a very unselfish player. I think he gives us a – an added addition to the return game as well, but he's uh, he's got to hold on to the ball. He's had two twice this year where the ball's come out, and uh, he really carries it um, pretty securely. But it, you know he took a big hit. The guy come in from behind, got the ball out, but it uh, it changed the momentum right back when that happened. So um, hopefully that's something we can correct. We can you know continue to emphasize holding on to that football and doing those ball security drills and stuff. But Aaron's a skilled guy that's a great young man that's, a, you know, really going to have a bright future here for us, I think, at Richmond. Give us a little peek into the future of the other true freshman who got his first carry Saturday against Elon, who I assume will get an opportunity here in the last three games in Milan Howard. Yeah, um, Island is a really talented guy as well. I think that uh, he's just uh, came along a little slower than Aaron did at the beginning, but he's really catching on now. I think he's going to have an opportunity here at the end of the season this Four-game redshirt rule really is a benefit for a guy like him to have a chance to come in and play. I know this off week has been really beneficial to both of them, especially him. So he's got more reps in terms of practice. We'll again get some more today. And, you know, I'm impressed equally with him. I think he's got a great burst and speed. He's a, a tough guy that uh, will throw it up in the air and seems to be real unselfish. He's all about team, team, team. So real pleasure for me to coach. I think it's a – two guys that can come in and add us a, a bright future as far as guys to play in that position for us. All right, from the running back position, let's go to the quarterback position. And Spider quarterbacks coach Aaron Corp, uh, what has this year been like for you in coaching these guys? Kevin Johnson, obviously the starter at the beginning of the year and then unforeseen, he comes down with the injury, with the concussion, and all of a sudden Joe Mancuso is now your starting quarterback. How have you kind of coached? both of them individually Aaron and what have you seen from them um well first of all I'm really proud of Joe for the way he came in and he's competed and, and, and done some good things for us um and uh and with with Kevin you know at the beginning of the year he was he was our guy and, and played well at times and I think like coach alluded to just overall um at my position both guys just inconsistency and and you know that's that's where uh I think we can improve, but both guys have, have done really well at times and, and are, are good players for us. When Joe has a game like the first one that he had, where he did a lot of good things, threw for a lot of yards, ran for a lot of yards, but also, unfortunately, had a lot of interceptions, mm-hmm. how do you go about working through all of that the following week in practice with him? Sure. Um, well, a lot of it is, is decision-making and decisiveness, and, and that week, to Delaware's credit, they made some, some good plays on defense as well, but... Um, Again, you know, he, I think he broke the, the total yards record mm-hmm. for, for a player at Richmond and then, like you said, had, had the five interceptions. So um, I will give him credit. The ball wasn't on the ground a lot that game um, because it was uh, being completed to our guys or theirs. But, um, <laughs> but he, uh, he, 
he he bounced back and 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 played well the following week and and uh, he's getting better every week which is which is good as well the other thing i'm sure you would point out until that last play really or second to last play in the elon game joe had not been sacked in any of his games and as a former quarterback obviously you understand the importance of your offensive line keeping you upright so you can make those passes oh, no question and uh and, and they played well and, and especially uh, last week at Elon, uh, Joe had plenty of time, um, and and we were running the ball pretty effectively as well. So, um, you know, to their credit, they're they're playing they're playing good, and, and that's that's helping my guys. And Russ, has that been a little bit overlooked right now with your quarterback situation? People are talking about Kevin Johnson, they're talking about Joe Mancuso, but what the offensive line has done for them, particularly considering the patchwork nature of our offensive line right now. Yeah, I mean, give give Adam Ross a lot of credit. I mean, um, guy's done a remarkable job with shuffling, moving people around. You know, we went to, we we made a trip to Elon with six linemen. Um, made the trip to uh, Albany with seven linemen, um, and that's hard to do. And Yarbrough has played center, guard, tackle. So it's like, all right, at this point. Yarbs is our center. Now, uh-oh, somebody went down. Now it's your 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 tackle. And uh-oh, somebody went down. Now you're at guard. Give John a lot of credit. I mean, the kid is unselfish, and he plays wherever we put him and plays well. But, you know, we played with a true freshman, Foster Singleton. Um, and uh, yeah, he did a really nice job. Uh, uh, probably uh, he gave up the sack at the end there, and I know he was crushed about that. But, the guy didn't look like a freshman out there. He played well. And that's, you know, Adam getting him ready to play. Joe Moore has been effective for us. I think where it kills you with the offensive line and not having, you know, the numbers and the injuries that we've had is just trying to figure out what, what you're going to do on PAT field goals. I mean, we don't have enough big bodies. You know, we put Colby Ritten in there this week uh, on, on a PAT field goal unit. Um uh, Colby does anything you, you ask him and, to do and, and does it really offensive well. offensive line in high school. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, you know, it was tough. You know, Joe Moore was on that. And, you know, we had to take another game from him just to just to do that to get in a position where we could protect an extra point or a field goal. And, you know, Adam and I, we spent two days talking about it. Should we? Should we? Should we? And, you know, are we going to need him the last three games? Because that was his third game that he's played in. And you hate to play a guy in a game when it's, that's the only time he plays. And we made the decision to do it. You know, Foster's got three more games uh, to play and not burn a redshirt year. And we're, we're trying to redshirt every one of these guys. Other than Mike Breckenridge, you know, it, everybody will be redshirted. Let me ask Sparky a little bit about blocking with the offensive line for the running backs, and then uh, Ivan's on the line. We'll talk to him and anybody else who'd like to call in, and we'll take a break, and we'll get into more coaching aspects with Sparky Woods and Aaron Corp, our special guests on today's Spider Sports Line. So from the running game perspective, Sparky, what are you seeing from that offensive line that, as we said, you know, has been beaten up? There have been changes on that offensive line and just how they're performing for your running backs. Well, I think that Adam, uh, Coach mentioned Coach Ross has done an awesome job of, of keeping them together and learning different positions. I think uh, Coach Durden's done a great job of understanding that as he plans the game plan and, and puts together, you know, what we're going to do so they can work together and, and um, in terms of the run the game or in pass protection too. 
Uh, also, you know, uh, Elon presented a little different defense, so we had the formation a little bit to try to create better looks for those guys to block. And then, um, you know, we can add to that. I think Coach Durden coached those tight ends, and mm-hmm. we use both those at different times to fit in there as additional tight ends. And I think even Coach Durden, I think uh, we've had a tight end play you know, tackle for mm-hmm. us this year some you know, as well. So. I think it all kind of has to glue together and then trying to have a complete game plan that can attack uh, attack the defense in order to try to win the game. And we've gone into every game with intentions of winning the football game, and we've approached it that way. And I think that uh, I think they've done a nice job of identifying fronts, understanding uh, schemes, and working together. And, and uh, I don't think he's missed out on any of his individual work. He's done a good job. How are your running backs as blockers? I think that's an overlooked part of being a running back, particularly the freshmen who probably weren't asked to do a whole lot of that in high school when they were running the ball. Well, you know, we um, again, the fact that uh, we use those two tight ends a lot, we have less responsibility for them in terms of run blocking. Uh, they do block on the perimeter at times, and I think that our – uh, Deontes Thompson has done an outstanding job. Gordon uh, Collins as well as blocking on the perimeter and stuff, and we don't have as much work inside. And then in pass protection, they, they've got to understand their role in that and step in there, and I think that we have to ask them to do a couple things. One, block their guy if he comes, and two, then kind of be able, be able to chip or help the offensive lineman when they're on a good pass rusher and stuff. So I'm proud of them for that. I think they've done a good job. We have a little thing called saves where if a twist comes free or something, we pick that up. So we take a lot of pride in, in uh, gaining saves during the game or such things as that. We know we got to protect our quarterback. we got to give him a chance to throw it. Everybody's got to help him. Uh, and then after that, they got to become effective receivers as well. So mm-hmm. in terms of just blocking, I think Coach uh, Durden's done a nice job and Coach Ross have taken some of the burden away from the running backs in terms of the run blocking. Can't hardly hide them in pass blocking as much. Uh, but, again, Coach Corp's done a good job of, of getting Joe to get the ball out quick and uh, so you don't have to block them very long. And, and, you know, we work hard at that, so I'm proud of how they – uh, take a lot of pride in it as well, uh, realizing that's certainly a, part of the, a big part of the role, playing without the ball. Absolutely. So saves is not just a term for baseball anymore, <laughs> not just for relief pitchers anymore. We now know there's a category for saves for running backs, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to test Ivan a little bit here and ask him for his patience to hold on through the break because I don't want to fall too far behind, and we're already 20 minutes into the show. I'm sure Ivan will hold on to talk with you, Coach Usman. Plus, food has arrived for the coaches. I want to give them a chance to eat for a couple minutes as well. We will take a break. We'll come back with Ivan, other phone calls. We're talking with quarterbacks coach Aaron Corp and running backs coach Sparky Woods and head coach Russ Usman on today's Spider Sports Line from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in on ESPN Richmond. Food Lion is helping you fuel up to cheer on the spiders. Make a play for tailgate favorites like chips and dip, cookout meats, and ice cold drinks at prices that'll earn big points from your wallet. Food Lion, how refreshing. Proud partner of Spider Athletics. Hi, this is head coach Russ Usman. Hope you're enjoying the action of Richmond football. Stay tuned. I'll have the first word after the game on the buzz in Ned's Coach's Corner, exclusively on the home of the Spiders, 99.5 FM and 950 AM ESPN. 
At UR's School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. In the next three years, there will be 3.5 million unfilled cybersecurity jobs. How can you make that work for you? Stratford University offers everything you need to succeed, from certifications to bachelor's and even master's degrees in cybersecurity to prepare you for a rewarding career in today's most lucrative and sought-after field, cybersecurity. Stratford has seasoned IT faculty, well-equipped labs, and real-life scenarios to help you achieve practical solutions to today's newest challenges. And Stratford makes a cybersecurity career reality with accelerated classes, year-round program starts, and both on-campus and online options to fit your busy schedule. All disciplines are offered, including digital forensics, networking and telecommunications, and our full line of degrees, including a master's in cybersecurity. Find the future of you with a future in cybersecurity. Go to stratford.edu slash cybersecurity today. That's stratford.edu slash cybersecurity. This is Mike Golick. Hey, it's Trey Wingo. Join me and Mike every weekday morning starting at 6 for Golick and Wingo on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. We're live at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street, and broadcasting live on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Second and three, Spiders from the Elon five-yard line from the pistol formation. The handoff to Aaron Dyke, stutter step in the backfield, and then he drives towards the goal line, and he's in for the Spider touchdown. Aaron Dykes with his second touchdown of the day. This one a five-yard run. Good old-fashioned, old-school football. Gentlemen, we're coming right here. Stop it if you can't. Elon cannot. Six points on the board for the Spiders. Aaron Dykes, who we talked about making all these shifty moves, that time with some power football, right, Chris? He just put those shoulder pads down and didn't stop till he got across the goal line. Yeah, you can just see those legs driving and pumping the entire time. You got to smell the end zone, just like when he was down here last time. Welcome back, Spider Sports Line, 99.5-1027 FM, 9.50 AM, your home of the Spiders, ESPN. Aaron Dykes finished 12 carries, 76 yards, and those two touchdowns had that long gainer at 26 and averaged over six yards per carry. Uh, really good numbers for the Spider True Freshman Saturday at Elon. All right, following the break, let's go to the phones. Ivan was patient. He did stick around with us to talk with Coach Usman, Coach Woods, Coach Corp. Ivan, thanks for waiting through the break. You're up with the coaches. Hey, Bob. Hey, coaches. How are you all doing today? Good, thanks. Good. Good. Well, I just want to say first, that was a tough game last week against Elon. You've had, have you had a chance to look over the film about where that was a question, question, the questionable, the first questionable call where that, where they say we didn't, where we uh, fumbled the ball and then, and, and they said we, we didn't fumble the ball and they said we did. Yeah, that one was reviewed and, and uh, they upheld it. Um, through through the uh, office and and said uh, that 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 play should have been overturned, um, and then the other one is overturned was the uh, one where they called the targeting and and that should have been overturned also. So both those calls 
were made correctly um, from the booth. And, uh, you know, sometimes it happens and, and uh, you know. Of the two, Russ, it looked like the fumble one was much more questionable. Even on our post game with Matt, you had said, you know, I don't want anybody thrown out for targeting, especially if it's really not target. You don't want a kid not to play. But the, the fumble one, boy, that one was close. Yeah, I mean, we had the TV copy just like everybody else did, and you did. And, and on a TV copy, you couldn't overturn it. But they sent me something uh, yesterday uh, that, that actually was a still shot of, you know, where the ball was at the time his his uh, backside touched the ground. And, and um, you know, you, you, it got to that point where, you know, they had to, they had to kind of send the still shot because, you know, we, we said we want to see some uh, verification. And, and they sent it to me and, and, and sent a uh, note. And it was actually came from the commissioner's office. And, and uh, you know, which, you know, they don't have to do that all the time. But I think, I think they knew when, you know, when the one happened, against Delaware mm-hmm. that uh, they would have some upset people. And, and uh, so give them credit. They, the, 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 the commissioner's office came and, and sent me an email and, and showed and explained. And, and uh, so we live and move on. All right, Ivan, go ahead with your follow-up question for Coach oh, Okay. Um, what, what, now, you don't have a game to say. What will you be doing this week? I mean, will you be uh, visiting recruits, uh, just checking on uh, – the players make sure they got the, the grades up and everything. What does the coach do during the bye week? I like you, Ivan. You're talking about <laughs> academics. I like it. That's the way it should be. Um, yeah, the, the coaches left Sunday, and they recruited Monday and Tuesday. Uh, we came back yesterday. They Our players lifted, and then we had a, a, a light practice. And most of the practice revolved around some of the young kids, guys that haven't played a lot, and get them more work, the Rubens and – Yarbroughs and Clyde and Ritten and those guys, they just kind of, you know, they kind of watched practice. They were dressed but didn't get many snaps. Today we'll go back out and practice again, and we'll start Villanova. And, you know, one team period will be Villanova. Um, and then the last part of practice is going to go back to to guys that haven't got a lot of snaps and, and the young kids and, and let them compete and practice and get reps. So, Today's practice will be a little bit of both. Uh, yesterday was all about, you know, let's 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 get some young guys uh, some work in, and then they'll have they'll lift on Friday. We're gonna give them Saturday off, then we'll come back Sunday and practice and 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 really go gun ho with Villanova. Well, thanks a lot, Coach. Have a good week, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Ivan. All right, Ivan. Thanks. Five two one eight five zero one again. If you'd like to join our conversations, let me ask the two assistant coaches specifically what have you guys been doing for the for the off week, other than having lunch with us uh, here today. Uh, Aaron, uh, let me let me start with you. Just what have you tried to get accomplished? Be it on the recruiting trail, be it with your quarterbacks, watching more tape. What type of things have you you kind of been kind of been working on with them? Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, like coach said, I was uh, recruiting Monday and Tuesday, and um, and we, you know, I was up in Maryland, up in Northern Virginia, doing um, going to some high schools and, and seeing some guys, and then uh, got back late uh, Tuesday night, and then um, practiced yesterday. Got a chance to uh, to work with both quarterbacks, and usually during the bye week, it's more fundamentals, um, you know. So we did some footwork stuff that we don't normally probably get to do during the week when you're focusing on an opponent. Um, and so we worked a lot of footwork, worked a lot of basic stuff, and um, 
and then we'll probably do a little bit the same today and, and introduce uh, Villanova looks, um, you know, talk about their defense and, and how we want to attack them initially, and then, um, and then get a chance to watch a little bit of tape as well. Sparky, what's the itinerary been like for you over the, this portion of the bye week? Well, I think it was uh, two great days for us to get out and recruit because the open date being as late as it is, concerned about getting a little bit behind in some of our evaluation, but thought it was able to catch up. It was two great days for that. In terms of our players, you know, I thought health, 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 try to get healthy and get ready to go, get your legs back under them. Uh, yesterday's practice was awesome. I thought Coach Huseman set up a great practice, gave me a lot of individual time. We had a chance to compete against each other. Like spring practice, you know, back to teaching football, which I enjoyed very much. Mm-hmm. Players did. I know we've uh, um, got a chance to sit down with them now and hear from them, you know, give, give them a chance to tell us kind of how things are going with them and make sure that we are on top of those some of those academics that uh, – <coughs> previous caller called in about so we can make sure we've got any papers that are due or something <laughs> time to do that and mm-hmm. get those things caught back up and all but uh, I, I hope the date come in great with time for it and I think we all benefit from it today I am excited about you know starting on uh, Villanova a little bit hopefully we'll use this weekend again to get fresh and healthy and uh, eager to go again next week. What have you seen in the way of recruiting over the years and how it's changed? I think there's an obvious answer to that with technology in this day and age, particularly with the student athlete. But as you still go into homes and you still have to talk to mom and dad and you still have to recruit the player, what have been some of the significant changes you've seen over the years? Well, I think that uh, social media, obviously, is a big change for me, anyway, <laughs> learning how to adjust to that and get involved in that. And you do it well, by the way. I <laughs> well, follow you, man. I follow well, you. You do it well. <laughs> but they, uh, uh, you know, Richmond's a easy school to recruit to, you know, if it's a place I'd want to go to. And then our kids do a great job of recruiting for us once you get them here. I think the one concern I have now is we have an early signing date again. So it does kind of keep out that personal. It's moved everything up. It's like, it's like being December right now, so you got to work those plans for the weekend. You don't have an opportunity to have that personal sit down in their homes time until um, sometimes after the decisions are made. So I, I think there's some good about it and some bad. I actually have experienced that years ago. We did have an early signing date way back. We quit it because we thought, well, all we do is recruit. Now we need to coach. So now we've cycled back around to it. But... I think everybody's adjusting to it pretty good. I think we've got a pretty good list of guys and coaches and our staff's working really hard on it. And, and I think get them set up for this weekend, come in so they can confirm when, when, when we do have the weekends, to get them come in here for the weekend and confirm why they come to Richmond and stuff. But uh, I, uh, I think the biggest change, social media, now the early signing date is an adjustment for everybody's trying to learn how to use those dates better. People are pushing earlier and earlier with camps and stuff, trying to get – guys decide, you know, gosh, junior years and things like that. I want to ask Aaron about recruiting to his alma mater. So we'll do that after the break. It's right at the bottom of the hour. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back, talk some more recruiting on the other side of the break and more X's and O's with these guys. Coming up in just a moment, thanks for being with us. The Spider Sports Line from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. We're here each and every Thursday from noon to 1 during the college football season on the Spider IMG Sports Network and ESPN Richmond. 
Lux Chevrolet has been the Chevy truck expert since 1916, and they've got something for everyone. There's economical SUVs like Trax and Equinox, people haulers like Traverse, Tahoe, and Suburban, and pickups like the midsize Colorado to the one-ton Silverado. Let Luck find the right fit for your job or lifestyle. Call them at 804-798-9261. Shop online at LuxChevrolet.com or stop by their convenient lot on U.S. Route 1 in Ashland and buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet since 1916. Hey, Spider fans. This is Senior Captain Andrew Clyde. Thanks for showing your spider pride this season. I hope to see you at the game. Your Richmond Spiders take on Maine Saturday, November 10th. Game time, 3 p.m. Bring the fam and enjoy a $15 ticket for Fan Appreciation Day. We'll honor our Spider seniors in a pregame ceremony and celebrate the 10th anniversary of the national championship at halftime. Call 1-877-SPIDER-1 to get your $15 ticket or visit richmondspiders.com slash buy tickets. Buddy Whitlow, CLU of Virginia Asset Management, is proud to sponsor Richmond Football. A 1976 grad of the School of Business, Buddy has worked as a financial advisor ever since. Buddy helps business owners and personal clients manage risks of today's fast-paced world by offering financial strategies and products to protect against those risks. Talk to Buddy about how to manage your financial risks by calling 804-330-0711. Securities and investment advisory services through Securian Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Virginia Asset Management is independently owned and operated. Enjoy a mouth-watering, made-to-order burger from Carytown Burgers and Fries by ordering online with just a few clicks. From mushroom and Swiss burgers to bacon cheeseburgers, chicken sandwiches, salads, and more, Carytown Burgers and Fries delivers amazing flavor right to your doorstep. Visit CarytownBurgers.com, select your closest location, and place your online order. Carytown, Lakeside, Short Pump, Carytown Burgers and Fries. It's not just a burger anymore. Thanks for making us Richmond's number one choice for sports talk and play-by-play around the clock. We're 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. It's Spider Football and Lunch at Outback Steakhouse. 79.17 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Green looks to throw on third and two and Andrew Clyde has another quarterback sack. His fourth of the season, his fourth in the past two weeks as he drops Jalen Green back at the six-yard line. Right on cue, right on time. That's one thing about this defensive line. You, if you don't get that first read, maybe that second, Andrew Clyde and crew are right there on you. Another sack for him. Great job. Well, we're talking a lot of offensive football today. we got Sparky Woods and Aaron Corp here, but there were some defensive highlights from that game as well, and there was one of the quarterback sacks. Uh, that Andrew Clyde had in the uh, in the Elon game. All right, I want to get back to our conversation about recruiting with Aaron Corp, but I can't help but chuckle a little bit. Those of you in the restaurant saw during the break, he went over there to get. I'm going to brag on the guy for a moment uh, to get with his with his main man over there, John Avert. Didn't you? you had to go say hello to your buddy Buddy Avert over there, didn't you? Uh, I did, John. Uh, John and I go way back to the time when you were an undergraduate here, uh, right? That is very true. He tells yes. us you're the reason you're he's the reason you're at Richmond. Uh he's a big part. That's exactly right. Absolutely. So give him, give him a little credit. He's trying not to listen I over there. I won't give him all the credit though. Richmond's Richmond's <laughs> great place. <laughs> Which is what coach Wood said as well when we talked about recruiting, but we're glad John's here and and obviously we do know the connection that he has with you as well. How do you recruit your alma mater? How much do you use that when you go into homes, when you talk to kids that 
hey, I played played at USC, and then I came to Richmond, and I had a great student athlete experience at Richmond. How much do you do you go back into those shoes as you go to recruit recruit guys to become spiders? Uh, I do it all the time, and I think it I think it does help. I think it uh, I think it gives me a little bit of advantage. I've walked in their shoes, um, or in the shoes that they're about to walk into, and and uh, and it's been. Uh, very helpful. Um, I get questions all the time about, you know, game experience, things like that. That, that uh, as a player, and um, and and so it's been it's been good for me. Do you get the kind of off the field questions from the parents a little bit about, hey, you were an undergraduate at Richmond. What's it really like for my kid? What's he really going to go through in addition to the football side of it? Sure. Um, you know, how's how's life outside of uh, football, or how's life in Richmond if they're coming in from out of town, which they do a lot. And um, and some of the things that uh, happens. Um, There's a recruit right there yeah. calling you right now, <laughs> right here on the air yeah, in it, real time. It actually is a high school coach, but um, <laughs> it uh, it uh, it definitely helps. And and, and um, you know, I think given my perspective on things, uh, goes a long way. Russ, the overall picture of how your your assistants go out and recruit, and I think we've got it right here. I mean, Sparky's got all the knowledge, all the years that he's been doing it, uh, and the approach that he would take. And then there's Aaron, who can obviously, as we just said, put himself in the shoes of being a Richmond Spider. It seems like a, a, a pretty good back and forth between not just these two, but all of your assistant coaches, really. Yeah, I mean, you got to find uh, everybody recruits differently. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has their own skills or in their talents and, and, and how they do it. Uh Obviously, if you work hard at it, you got a chance. If you don't work hard at it, you're probably not. You don't, you probably don't have a chance. And and um, I, I know these guys work really, really hard at it. Um, you know, you see it, and and uh, you know. But I think uh, and, and Aaron's got a kind of a, a leg up on some because he played here. I thought it was important to have a a, a former player on the staff, and Aaron's done a great job. Uh, but nothing against him. But uh, you get in a car with Sparky Woods, and you've got six hours of unbelievable stories. He's he's the most interesting man in the world. So that commercial, like it's amazing. Like, he should yeah. be on that commercial. Yeah, it just I, he makes me laugh sometimes listening when we're in a home or talking to a recruit in a high school. Uh, again, no offense to Aaron. Aaron has not had the life lessons that Sparky's had, the experiences. So uh, Sparky is very, very interesting to be around, to say the least. Um, I really want him to tell some of those stories. I'm not really sure you where ain't to. got time, man. I know. We'll be here for the next 12 hours. That's okay. We'll, we'll... He goes one after another, man. <laughs> it doesn't even slow down. Why do you keep going one year after another, Sparky? And it sounds like, you know, when I first met you four years ago, and probably even interviewed you when you were VMI's head coach, you seem to still have the same vim and vigor that you that you have today. I, I love coaching kids, you know, and I, I, I think uh, – I'm, not, I'm a bad fisherman and a bad golfer, so I, you know, it's a. <laughs> I can vouch for the <laughs> golf part of it. <laughs> I, you know, I just I do enjoy being around kids and coaching kids, and you know, football's been great to me. I I knew at an early age I wanted to coach, probably because of the influence some guy had on me, and so it's been you know I'm grateful to still be able to do it, and grateful to Coach Huseman give me this opportunity, and and uh, you know it's a great place to live and coach here at the University of Richmond, and so it's a. Uh, 
uh, people here at the lunch and just great supporters and people care about the same things we all do those kids watching them do well in their life and making a difference in that sense there so i uh, you know, I do. Gene and I enjoy being part of this recruiting, getting involved with mothers, you know, making decisions and all and such. So uh, it just gives you value in your life. And, and you know, it's, I enjoy it very much. And, and, you know, Coach Huseman's got a great plan here for watching these guys move forward and graduate and, and us win. And so uh, I'm, I'm all about that. And, and you know, I just uh, I have a great passion for it and a great passion for people. I know a lot of coaches when they – maybe do become head coaches don't go back and coach but Mm -hmm. i'm doing the same thing i wanted to do a long time ago and that's coach kids i realize that it takes everybody who wears a different hat maybe but it takes everybody to have a team and you know uh, i'm I'm happy to be wearing what hat i've been assigned to and been fun here that's an interesting point aaron obviously has an advantage having been a former university of richmond football player and can speak to that you've been a head coach at uh, appalachian state and south carolina and vmi What's the advantage that you have there, not only on the recruiting trail, but maybe even to Coach Huseman that, that you had been in that chair previously and you might be able to assist in some areas where you, you kind of know what he's kind of going through? Well, I don't know. I, I do believe being a head coach sure reminds you how important it is to be a good assistant coach and what that's what, what role that he needs and such. And, you know, I, I suffer for coach this year. I know he's a great competitor and he wants us to win and he's worked very, very hard at it. And I realize how lonely that chair can be at times. And, but I, you know, I appreciate his passion and competitiveness in terms of Aaron, you know, I think that why well, I use Aaron all the time for those things. When I get recruits in there, I just, you know, here's a guy that played right here, wore this same Jersey and, and, uh, you know, have questions for him, what it's about. You know, I, I just think team is a awesome thing to be a part of. And I always felt bad for, you know, I always wanted my children to be on a team, whether it was a debate team or a football team or something. I want them to do something with what they did had an effect on other people. And so made them accountable for that and such. And so I, um, I just value team and what it's all about. And so I'm you know, thankful to have a chance to continue to do it. And, and uh, you know, I, I, gosh, uh, Aaron does so much for me. He's this uh, this technology and stuff. He's he's pretty doggone good at it, you know. So I go in. There he just every day. texted that coach back, yeah. by the way, that high school coach. So he multitasks. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Well, everybody else. You is, can't imagine how many times Gene and yeah. Sparky's wife shows up yeah. and is sitting there on the computer for him. And Sparky's kind of leaning over his shoulder. Yeah. I said, what you working on today? So, <laughs> yeah, the expense count. But Sparky, <laughs> the expense Sparky's just like me, though, so I'm not, I'm not saying anything different here. Hey, before we, get, before we get to the break, and i got a couple more questions I want to get with each of you. I knew we were going to run out of time with you guys today. Why did you turn to coaching, Aaron? We, we kind of heard Sparky. We've heard the four decades worth of stories, or some of them anyway. Why did, why did you turn to coaching? Uh, real quick, I mean, I, uh, I knew I wanted to play as long as I could. Um, and I think about my junior year of college. Uh, um, some of you guys may remember I got hurt that year. Oh, yeah. And Unfortunately. I got, I, got, I got a chance to uh, to be around the coaches a lot more. And I wasn't helping them or anything. I just kind of observing. And, you know, I like the, the X's and O's piece and, and game planning and what goes into a game plan. Um, and then being, like Coach said, being a part of a team. You know, there's there's nothing else like that, really. Um uh, in 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 society and, and something to, about that to me is special and uh, and I knew once I was done playing that you know I want to I want to be a part of that and 
and and again part any knowledge that I can onto onto some guys and and, and hopefully uh, go out and compete and get a chance to win. Has it been what you thought it would be, the coaching profession? Uh, yes, yes. I knew it's uh, you, you work hard and, and you have to to compete and and uh, so I'm uh, I'm happy I made this decision. We are too. Let's take a break. We've got some questions uh, from the audience, and i got a couple more for these guys. Let's take a break right at the quarter hour. we got about 15 minutes to go. We'll come back. Spider Sports Line from Outback Steakhouse on ESPN Richmond. At UR's School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. Food Lion is helping you fuel up to cheer on the spiders. Make a play for tailgate favorites like chips and dip, cookout meats, and ice-cold drinks at prices that will earn big points from your wallet. Food Lion, how refreshing. Proud partner of Spider Athletics. I used to post to job boards that sent me tons of resumes. Just to find a few people who were right for my job. That old process was not not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology scans resumes for me to find the right people. And actively invites them to apply. So I get qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Based on Trustpilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. If you have frequent heartburn, take control of it with Prilosec OTC. Instead of stashing antacids everywhere, like in your junk drawer, buried under old batteries and hotel pens, or in your purse, hiding in the one pocket you won't check. You even have antacids on your nightstand, which are very hard to see in the dark. Ah. It's time you stopped stashing antacids and started taking Prilosec OTC. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible with Prilosec OTC. Uses directed for 14 days, not for immediate relief. Hi, this is head coach Russ Usman. Let's have lunch and talk Richmond football on the Spider Sports Line. Thursday, noon to 1 at Outback, 7917 West Broad Street. And live on the home of the Spiders, 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN. It's the weekend super sale at JCPenney. With all-day doorbusters Friday and Saturday, like $29.99 select puffers for him and her, 60% off select family sleepwear, $5.99 JCPenney home bath towels, and $9.99 select kitchen electrics after a $10 mail-in rebate. Plus, take an extra 15% off with coupon or an extra 25% off your purchase of $100 or more. JCPenney, style and value for all. Coupon required, valid 1026 to 1031. Doorbusters valid 1026 to 1027. While supplies last. Conditions and exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 6464 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 6464 at Elbeck. 
Steakhouse, we live by Aussie rules. And Aussie rule number one is ensuring steak satisfaction every time. We offer the highest quality cuts of steak, seasoned and seared to juicy perfection, with a secret blend of 17 herbs and spices, and cooked just the way you want it. So, join us tonight at any of our five Richmond area locations, Bell Creek Road in Mechanicsville, South Park Court in Colonial Heights, Hall Street Road in Midlothian, Huguenot Road in Bonaire, West Broad Street, or order online at Outback.com. For all things spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's RichmondSpiders.com. We're the only station giving you five hours of local sports talk every weekday. You guys are the best station in town. Join in on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. All right, final segment. Want to squeeze in a few thoughts with uh, Coach Usman and Sparky Woods and, and Aaron Corbin. As you might have mentioned, might have imagined during the break, a lot of folks in the restaurant were talking with Aaron about Kyle Oletta, uh, who we brought up a little bit earlier. So I do want you to kind of talk a little bit about that, uh, Aaron. And first and foremost, unfortunately, you mentioned your knee injury when you were playing for the Spiders. Kyle had a knee injury when he was playing for the Spiders. What did you try to do with him as he went through the rehab process, unfortunately knowing that you had been through it yourself? Sure. Uh, well, the great thing about that was he had a lot of time on his hands um, that he wasn't able to use on the practice field and things like that. But we were able to watch tape. We were installing a new offense for him at the mm-hmm. time, and and he was uh, he'd come over in the morning, stay late in the evenings, and, and watch a lot of film and and, and get the install of the offense. Um, and so he kind of got a, a head start on it that way, not being able to go through spring practice, but still being able to study and and and, and learn it the way you're supposed to as a quarterback, and uh, which I think he did an unbelievable job of, obviously. Um, but uh, but so I, you know, just getting to help him through that, and he was great about the rehab. Um, I wasn't any motivation or I didn't need to give him any hmm. um, any you know success stories or anything like that he knew he was coming back he knew he was going to be great and and uh, and so I, my job was just to, to coach him and teach him when are we going to see him put that Giants helmet on for real what do you think some, some of the people out here we'll see it's going up I guess but um, he's uh, if he gets a chance I'm sure he'll do great Absolutely, no, no doubt about that. Uh, all right, so that was one question actually we had from the audience, of course, which is which is pretty obvious from from a running back perspective. Spark, I guess it's been a couple years now since we've had a guy with uh, over a thousand yards. It might have actually been Deontay Thompson when he was a freshman, became the first Spider freshman to rush for a thousand plus yards. Uh, what are you looking for out of your running back group that we will have the next thousand yard rusher out of out of one of those guys somewhere down the road here pretty soon? We hope. Well, you know, we, we only have uh, one true senior uh, in Gordon Collins that's going to graduate, and Gordon's been a, a great player for us, done so many utility things for us. But then we return guys like Deontes and Jay and uh, Jay Palmer, and then we have those two uh, young backs. And, boy, it's, uh, you know, the, I feel like a 
got 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 some good players to coach there. So if I don't mess them up too bad, you know, I think we all have a good good back in there playing and all. So um, I think we're in pretty good shape at running back. You know, we want to constantly continue to recruit and work to try to improve it. But uh, you know, you need a good guy there. If you get that ball in your hands, you draw a lot of attention. And so we need guys and get them to hold on to it better and point them in the right direction and let them play. You know, I'll never forget uh, when you first got here, I had done a story on you for for the website, and one of the guys I talked to about Coach Woods was Jacoby Green, who was one of our really outstanding running backs, was an All-American uh, his senior year, well over 1,000 yards, 20 touchdowns with you as his running back coach. And he said to me, one day Coach Woods took all us running backs out to eat. We all sat around the table and ate. And to your point, Russ, Sparky just told stories. Mm-hmm. To the running backs. And Jacoby said to me, I've never had a coach do that for me before. And it was just a, a great experience. Is that something you're still able to do with your running backs? How do you kind of relate with those guys? Well, you know, I, I don't know if I get to relate with them very well. Jacoby Green's pretty easy to relate with. You know, he's a great spider and, and was a great player. What an honor it was to have a chance to coach him and all. I'm not as good at these, but I've just lived a long time. I'm not as good as a storyteller as you think at all, I guess. But, uh, uh, having them out together and, and, you know, eating and stuff, it gives them a chance to uh, see you, in, you know, off the practice field or out of the deal. So coach allows us to do that. At least each spring we do and we get them out there. So, uh, you know, it's, it's again, something that I'd probably enjoy more than they do. They, they <laughs> I don't know about that. Get out of there when they can. So do you have to take the coaches out, Russ, so that he can tell stories to the whole coaching staff at some point? What do you or is it all in the car? I'm on sure in the offensive staff room, there's some good stuff going on over there. But, uh, no, I mean, he obviously he's he's been a lot of different places, done a lot of different things in his career. So when that happens, you got a lot of stories, no question. Hey, uh, Aaron, how much do you look at the numbers and, and the stats? We talked about the transition from Kevin to – to Joe from Kevin Johnson to Joe Mancuso. I mean, we're, we're still leading the league in, in passing offense. I know that can be tilted a little bit. We've been behind in games, whatever, but that number is still up there. Uh, how much do you kind of identify on the stat sheet what those guys are doing on the field, or is it or is it all kind of just the eye test for you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I think really the only stat that matters is the win-loss <laughs> stat. So, and right now um, we're a little bit down, but uh, – Whatever we can do to 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 come back uh, in about a week and a half and, and get W at uh, at home here um, is is what it takes. Whether we got to hand the ball off for 40 times or we got to throw it 40 times, it doesn't matter from a statistic standpoint as long as uh, we're moving the ball and, and putting points on the board. Uh, Russ, any update on on Kevin? How how is he doing? Uh, what's his status? Uh, he's out of protocol. He practiced yesterday, non-contact, and quarterbacks don't get hit anyway in practice. Oh, yeah, I want so, to bring that up to him. I'm glad so, you mentioned uh, that. So he is actually back and cleared, and he's in a normal practice, which means he'll have a red jersey on not get hit, but he's allowed to get hit. So <laughs> we're, we're back. Kevin's back in practice yesterday, and he'll practice today, and uh, he's healthy again. All right, Aaron, i got to tell you, for almost every week of this show this year, we've talked about practice, and Coach Usman constantly says, eh, the quarterbacks don't do anything in practice. Anyway, this all started when Joe became I the starter. I didn't say they I didn't know. do anything in practice. I said they don't run. They don't run. And this all started and, get right, when Joe took over and, and Coach said, well, he really wasn't in game shape because he doesn't run. 
at all in practice. And we had Joe on last week, and he was too polite a young man to refute his head coach. <laughs> but you got nothing to lose here. I'm going to let you refute it a little bit. Do you quarterbacks really not run or do anything in practice? What's yeah, going we on? Yeah, we got nothing to do out there, <laughs> uh, nothing to think about. But, uh, no, uh, Joe, uh, in, in fairness to Joe, um, prior to um, his – that game that he that he started mm-hmm. his role as a backup you don't get a ton of reps as a backup during the week you maybe get 20 percent of the reps you know you, you trying to prepare the starter to play and so um he's coach is right he hadn't practiced a ton um up until that point other than individual and throwing routes on air and things like that so um and once he once he got into the role of being a consistent starter um He's, he's been fine. And there is a little bit to the endurance factor, all kidding aside, and particularly with a guy like Joe, who is he is a big guy, but he does run the ball effectively enough. I assume there is something to that whole endurance thing, that, to getting enough reps in practice to be able to replicate it for the game? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so, yes. Um, you know, I think there was a drive in particular where he ran the ball uh, in the first game he played it, uh, three or four times and came off the sideline was pretty winded. Um you know, since that game and since he's been in a kind of a consistent role, I think he's done fine. How are the two of them together and competing on the field, which I assume if Kevin's healthy, he's certainly going to go out there and try and open your guys' eyes once again? Oh, no question. They were out there uh, throwing it around, and and uh, they're great. I've got a great room um, with all four of those guys, and uh, you know, couldn't be happier as a coach. Hey, we really appreciate uh, both you guys coming by. And, again, we could spend a few hours just listening. I'll bet Aaron Corp has some stories at this point, too, from his USC days and his Richmond days. I, I think he could regale us in a few stories. And, of course, Sparky uh, certainly could as well. So I really want to thank both of you guys for taking some time to be with us. I know even on an off week, it's a busy week for you guys. So Sparky Woods, Aaron Corp, thank you, fellas. Thank you. Thank Coach Usman, we'll see you back here next Thursday. We will preview the Villanova game, all right? Gotcha. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks everyone who's here. Please take care of your servers out there. They've been working hard for you today as well. We'll see you back here next Thursday. We'll preview homecoming. We've got the national championship team. we got Hall of Fame. Got a lot of great stuff coming to Robin Stadium next week. And we'll see you back here at Outback 7917 west broad street mitchell bradley engineering on location uh, the well-traveled matt josephs back at our studio producing bob black saying so long for the spider sports line on the home of the spiders 99.5 fm 9:50 a.m espn You've been listening to the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Live from Joe's Inn Bonaire 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center. Tonight's show is brought to you by People's Golf Carts, Virginia Birth Father Registry, CarMax, Cap Center, Lux Chevrolet, and Joe's Inn Bonaire. For the latest Spider Sports news and updates, visit RichmondSpiders.com on your computer, mobile device, and tablet. Plus, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks for listening to Richmond Athletics.